This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lots to talk about, a lot of headlines in the Bravo sphere this week. Let's not waste any time and let's start to unpack them all. Where shall we begin, Abby? Oh my, where do we begin? Well, let's start with everyone's favorite. Let's do a little Vanderpump Rules update. Um, so filming is happening. We've had a lot of things going on this week. So let's um let's kick it off with something about her. They were seen having a party together. Now, I will say. There are no updates to when they're going to open. They like did a really funny um, TikTok where they used Sheree's thing of like um, spring, fall, September. Like they just don't know when they're going to open. They're having some issues. It sounds like with um, passing like things being up to code and passing certain inspections. Not that it's like there's not like rats running around, but apparently this is pretty common in the restaurant industry. Um, so they haven't been able to fully open or announce when they're going to open, but they've been having parties for their friends. We saw Schwartz there at a party. Um, Ariana did say that she, he was not there by her invite, and she still is not friends with him, which I do not blame her. They also were having, um, this was not at something about her, but they were having a water tasting party, mm-hmm. um, which people were like, what is that? So it was a new, like, sounds like just a fancy sparkling water that they were enjoying as a Lala, probably like being sober, you know? Okay. I have some insight on this and oh. anyone watched, um, Zach Efron show down to earth, I believe is what it was called. He had an episode all about water oh. and he had done like a water tasting and just like how water can taste very different. It's, it's very specific, but I kind of got the gist of what they were doing so to me, this just felt like a random thing. Someone's like, well, let's taste water. Like, let's have this idea. Um, but yeah, Sandoval was there. There's been a lot of chatter in the Bravo sphere, the Bravo community, in terms of the cast seeming chummy with Sandoval or just like based on appearances. People are like, what the F? Um, as of like today, uh, when we're recording this, there's a photograph of them. They were filming on the beach and Lala seems to be smiling and maybe hugging Sandoval. So one thing that Sheena is was busy typing in the in the comments, and she quickly responds and says, All these people saying that they aren't gonna watch the season from photos that have been coming out. Like, come on. How about you watch the damn show and see how these photos happen? No one knows what's actually happening in this group right now, other than us. Nothing is fake in this group, and people are definitely paying for their actions. So, I mean, I do feel like a photo, like, without much context, like, we don't, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, the girls are talking. The streets are talking. I'm here for it. One person that we have not seen filming, uh, we've seen appearances of her, um, 
is Rachel. It seems as though Rachel will not be on Vanderpump. Uh, and also there's been some rumors, rumblings. We've seen them on um, Bravo's and Cocktail, I think in Des Moines. And then Bethany was given, uh, was doing an interview and gave out names of people who have messaged her. Um, and I think she was very careful on who she picked and made, tried to make it seem like these people were part of the lawsuit. Um, but I would not be surprised. So the rumor is Raquel is not going to film and she is joining with Bethany to take down Bravo. Um, some of the things in the lawsuit definitely did scream Raquel to me. There was something about like revenge porn, which like the video circulating would qualify as that. Um, I mean, listen, I think the lawsuit, what's being alleged is sad. Um, I wish it wasn't Bethany though. I just don't think this is the best messenger for it. And it may, and, Bethany and the lawyer doing this, I think, puts a lot of red flags up for people. But I'm not surprised that this might be the action that Raquel Rachel's taking because, I mean, it was a really, really, really rough time for her. I know she made a big mistake, but, like, I do feel like there were moments where, like, in the reunion, like, I felt like maybe she shouldn't have been there. Yeah, I think so. Bethany's lawsuit has kind of picked up some traction in the sense that it's gotten support from SAG. Um, also, in addition to everything that Abby just mentioned, I'm with you. I hate that Bethany's leading the charge. I I feel multiple things about Bethany. One, I can't stand her anymore. Two, the bitch does know how to get shit done. Like, let's be real. Like, there's a reason why this is probably moving along. She knows how to utilize the press, good or bad headlines. And three, I do feel like it would not shock me as this continues if if um this if Rachel is involved in this. Yeah. We haven't all of this has been just talks, right? These are just like headlines in the press. There hasn't been actual any legal things that have happened yet. Is that how you're understanding it? Yeah. Um well I mean there is the the lawsuit has been filed like because we've seen the the like actual like what Bethany's put together. But yeah, there hasn't been like no names have been listed as part of this lawsuit yet. And she did. I know she meant like Bethany mentioned in an interview that um, Chrissy Teigen, Hannah Burner, Paige DeSorbo messaged her. These are like, and so everyone was quick to be like, why would Chrissy be part of this? And what, you know, what, why would Paige like bite the hand that feeds her? I think these are people that just said, you know, you're not wrong or you're not off on saying these reality stars deserve residuals. And she's not. Um, and I think that's why SAG was like, yeah, I don't like this isn't a, a bogus lawsuit that she's putting out there. Um, but yeah, no, like I, to our understanding, nothing has really been done other than the filing. But they haven't like it's not like I don't know if they're seeking like a court date or what. Yeah, it's going to be interesting in terms of how this is managed because our understanding in the reality space is there's production companies who pitch to networks like Bravo. So Bravo has a name on it, but a lot of the times it's the production company in terms of the working conditions, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know how, yeah, yeah. I don't know how the lines are blurred where I stand is yes. I totally see the argument for residuals. I think about the resurgence of Vanderpump rules and scandal and how many people went back and watched season one and the fact that no one's getting any, sort of payment for that from a streaming aspect. Um, I totally respect and get all of that. I think 
just Bethany tends to lose me because she's Bethany. And I feel like it's, I find her motives interesting. She's had failed talk show, failed um, reality show. Um, she tried to produce a reality show with, you know, contracts and what. Uh, I'm curious what those contracts were like for those contestants. So I just, I don't know. She's not the cleanest person as she's portraying herself to be, in my opinion. Um, Kate Chastain has commented, like, I can't wait for the skinny girl, like, documentary yeah. or something shady. Yeah. Candy's talked about it. Um, Candy has basically said, Candy's essentially said, if she has an issue with the network, she addresses it right then and there. She doesn't wait for to be off and then have all these grievances, um, which I think is also fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. So with that, with that, let's move on to something a little bit more lighthearted. Um, Shep and Bren. So when Bren was on Watch What Happens Live um, after Roni premiered, Andy asked her if there were any Bravo men that she'd be interested in. She said Shep. Um, and then she was back on Bravo on Watch What Happens Live and said that they've been DMing, but it's been really PG and she thinks they're both commitment phobes and it'd be kind of funny. And uh, then we were sent uh, Shep's stories that had a brunette with a very distinct metal part. And it looked like it could very easily have been Bren. And um, we posted it and said, you know, could this be Bren? And I love the fact that she responded that the outfit was hideous, which it was very much an early 2000s uh, skirt. skirt. Um, And basically it wasn't her. She's in Greece and that the crush is all in good fun, but she would really love to hang out with the Southern charm cast. I don't know if you noticed, but Catherine Dennis commented, come hang out with us. Like she was like all over Bren being like trying to be friends with Bren, which made me laugh. Cause I'm like, girl, you're not on the cast anymore. <laughs> She's grabbing, grabbing for straws. Yeah. Wherever like, she can get Bren is not hanging out with you, but that's fine. Um, yeah, no, I, I thought it was funny. I mean, so many people, so many of you, I want to give credit where credit's due. Cause a lot of y'all were in our DMS were like, she would never wear that. She would never wear that. And I like, I was like, I don't know. I kind of thought it could have been her. I wasn't going to try to give her hate on the outfit because look at Shep's outfit. It's not like, he, like I'm like, you could have, I don't know. So she, she squashed it. She's in Europe gallivanting along Europe and having a good time. But it was, I was humorous. I appreciated her humor and shutting that down. Yeah. Shut down fast in a very fun way. Uh, all right. Let's, let's talk about our girl, Kyle Richards. Uh, so layered here. Uh, let's start with Jeff Lewis was on Watch What Happens Live and said she's a lesbian on Ozempic. Um, yeah, he said he was joking. So the game the game on Watch What Happens Live, if you guys missed it, was uh, like people you have an issue with. So he was listing random people and he was like, yeah, and Kyle, I'm good friends with Kyle, but I guess now she's a lesbian on Ozempic. And his tone was like, he kind of seems, I mean, if I, I love Jeff Lewis and I listen to his show every day, but it didn't come across in a joking manner. Um, it just seemed a bit more shady. And now he's like, kind of like, oh, it was a joke and has since apologized. And Kyle Flame. has responded via Amazon Live. Go ahead. That to me, I was just saying, the Amazon Lives are like just hilarious. And this is where like people are like finding out all the tea. Um, you know when Jeff Lewis is joking. He was not joking. I think oh. he said it to be to get picked up. And to yeah, be, yeah. No, he he knew, in my opinion, what he was doing. I listen to his show every day. 
And there was definitely more of a sarcastic tone to him, I feel like, when he was joking. That didn't come across as a joke. I think he quickly realized what he had done after he said it because Andy was like, what? Yeah, Andy but, was like, Yes, but Kyle went on Amazon Live and someone asked about Jeff and she's like, no, I have not talked to him. He's like, apologized to her. And she's like, I just wish everyone would keep my name out of their mouths or whatever. And then this music video comes out. The best way to keep people's names out of your mouth is to be in the music video of the alleged woman you're like possibly having an affair with and hint at the romance. So the video itself is fine, I guess. Like, I don't think, honestly, a lot of people were DMing us and like a few of them were like, I am a lesbian myself. And this seemed very heterosexual to me. Like they said, it just seemed like they were really trying to make it seem like it was something and it wasn't. Um, I, I don't know. To me, the whole thing was just kind of like very, to me, it seems thirsty. And it's like, if you want people to stop talking about you, then why are you doing this music? Video? Yeah. It's that's a lot of people are saying that. And we, this is hard for us. Cause we, you guys know, we love Kyle, but we're going to, you know, she, she deserves, I think this criticism in terms of, you don't want people to talk to you about you, but you're giving more reasons for people to talk about you. Um, she's also been sport, spotted like at Morgan show. And apparently she's helping, um, helping her with some sort of documentary about her life. Like she's really invested in this woman. And for me personally, as of today, I still think there's a relationship there. I, I just, like- I just do. I think they're being intently obvious, being like, we're going to deny it and then we're going to do this. And people would think like, who would do this if they're act- like didn- trying to like divert rumors away? I don't know, like a reverse psychology. And the other thing, and I had a couple of friends um, DM me about this saying like, if this is all fake and she did this for ratings and to boost like Morgan's career and the documentary, um, she's going to get dragged by the, you know, definitely the lesbian community, but most likely the gay community overall, possibly like LGBTQ, because this is like the kind of the definition of like real life queer baiting, where you try to make it seem like it's something to get that audience and to get that support, to get that attention and then like kind of manipulate it and use it for, for your own personal gain, which like that is, if that's what she did, it's pretty bad. I just keep following like the later in life lesbians who've commented like Becca Tilly, like commented on the video, like clapping, Chriselle is commenting, um, Mo commented, like. What did Mo say? This is so cute or something. It was like weird. His comment was like, this is amazing. He, this or, is amazing. Or this is so good. He says so yeah. good. And like yeah. three oh. fire emojis. I mean, he's out in Europe doing his own thing. Any of you guys, I'm sorry, I'm going to be your dream crasher. Those two are not getting together. Regardless no. of Kyle's with Morgan or not, I these two are not getting back together. I think if I were trying to, like, repair my marriage, I wouldn't be following some chick on tour everywhere. And then my husband's, like, gallivanting in Europe. Like, let's be real, right? Well, and, like, she just went – she took the girls to the Taylor Swift, like, Eras concert. And I think – that's something that Mauricio would have gone to with her if they were together. And I know they're doing some things together, like big family weddings and like they were in Aspen at the same time. But I I feel like the thing that like the small things, like the day-to-day stuff, they're not together. So no, I don't think they're, I don't know if they're actually going to divorce. They might not, they might not feel the need to, but these two are not in a romantic relationship. Sorry guys. Dream wah, wah. pressure. A lot of people are like, no. I'm like, no. I mean, you have to we see, love the, writing them, on the, but you see the writing on the wall. I mean, based on people's behaviors and it's it's all there for us to see. So that's 
that's that. All right. Let's let's tackle another little bit of a heavy topic. Uh, this week's Below Deck. Um, I know a lot of you guys who watch Below Deck are always asking us to cover it on the main podcast. Um, and it's just a lot. We'd have to come up with it. We'd have four episodes a week and it'd be a Below Deck episode. We did watch this week's episode. I know we've posted about it. I think everyone has. For those who aren't entirely sure what happened, um, I would just say I, I really applaud Bravo's production, um, Captain Jason, Aisha for like really like doing the right thing and see like, you know, they say like, see something, say something, do something. And they definitely checked all those boxes. Um, But essentially a um, deckhand got extremely wasted. Yes. um, Margo and Luke, Margo, who's one of the stews, they were being a little flirty, but nothing like very innocent, having a good time. What we see on below deck all the time. She had been drinking way too much, wanted to go to sleep, go to bed while the rest of the group um, got in the hot tub. She was, you know, like getting herself ready to like climb into bed and Isha didn't just didn't feel right to her. So she wanted to wait and make sure that she was like tucked in and bed safely. She was there alone and good to go. Shut the door. They all had fun. The second the lights go out, Luke decides to disrobe and jump in bed with Margot. And it was really scary and gross. And while technically nothing, um, physically happened other than like getting into a woman's bed naked, like uninvited and not consensual. I think everyone knows where that would have gone. And I think that's the part that makes everyone really scared, sick to their stomach. Like it was just, it was so, it was, I think the scary thing is you could just see him think like his head was like, Oh, yeah. the lights are, the lights are mean, out. No one will see me. He like assaulted her and he slammed yeah. the door on production. And yeah. I just applied Asia and Captain Jason just like stepping in and the support. Um, someone who else is like a dumpster fire is Laura, who kind of like victim shamed Margot and was like, you know, upset and let's be that honest, she did the exact same thing. Like, I do think, yes, majority of the time when you're th- looking at sexual assault, it's usually men assaulting women. And I'm not trying to take away from that, but I do feel like we need to shed light on the fact that she was continuing sexual advances after being told, no, stop. Let's just be friends. And then she crawled into bed with another deck hand. What granted she was clothed, but was like on top of him putting lotion on him and production had to drag her out of the bed too. I think what happened was no one else saw that necessarily, but I do appreciate Aisha saying like, I'm aware of what's happening here. No, Um, it's, it was, it was disgusting. I think, I think, um, unfortunately it's happened to this type of situation has happened to a lot of different women. Um, and you know, I just want to say, I'm sorry if this happened to you. And it's, it's really shitty as a girl mom. Like I am, thinking of so many different ways to protect my girls and how to inform them. But like literally Margo was just sleeping. Like, you know, like she was, she put herself to bed. She was blackout drunk. She said, I need water and I need to go to bed. And she was in bed, like in her own private space. And he left alone. Yes. And this person invaded that and it could have gone to a darker place had production not been there to step in and had not, the leadership in Asia and Captain Jason to remove Luke immediately. So I guess all this to say, say something, do something like, like you said, Abby, like let's advocate for ourselves when we see people in those types of situations. 
And I appreciate Aisha noticing that early on saying, I don't like the way Luke's looking at you. I also really, um, as much as Laura was just a sick, awful human being by saying like, he should come to my bed. I would have welcomed him. And like, I feel bad for him. Don't you feel bad? He got fired. I do really want to applaud. And if I, I like butcher her name, so I'm the chef. Um, I want to applaud her for also saying like, you should allow, like you, Cause she's like, I got too drunk. And she's like, you should allow to be too drunk. You should be allowed to like stand around in a room naked and not have somebody like not touch you if you don't want them to. Like, it's not, she did a really good job of saying like, it is not your fault. Um, you know, the whole, like you were asking for it, you know, kind of mentality, really shutting that down for Margot. Um, but yeah, it was really sad for anyone who's gone through it. Yeah. Like you said, I'm really, really sorry. Um, but I do applaud all the people that stepped up Margo posted on her um, Instagram stories, really like thanking all of the crew for really like stepping in and helping her. Um, and I've been hearing it's a great season of below deck. I haven't watched all the episodes, um, but now I'm kind of into it because um, Joao is coming back and he is going to stir some shit up. Oh, I need to, I need to like get back into it. Deck guys, we do like it. We have no hate. It's just after so many shows that we watch, it's honestly kind of just flips through the cracks sometimes but this obviously needed to have its attention and needed to be discussed um before we talk salt lake i want to talk about caroline manzo so caroline manzo was recently on jeff lewis live and she was talking about um new jersey and if you guys didn't know this she is related to house danielle housewife i'm like Forgetting her last name right now, but they're yeah. related. No, not Danielle. Um, the other one. Yeah, I'm thinking yes. Rachel Fudo. Yeah, but the other one. Yeah. Yes, she's related to her, and um, she is the reason why Danielle got on the show. So she like mentioned her name because she knew like Danielle had an interest. And in terms of where they're at in family, I they're not like she's not over. Danielle's not over on like Sunday dinner at Caroline's <laughs> house, but they would see each other at like family functions, like. Christianing, baptism, like that type of thing. So um, Danielle, you know, an award for her, but uh, before the season started filming, Danielle like unfollowed all the Manzos and like never formally thanked them for their role in getting her on the show. She's under Trey's wings. Yep. The tree huggers work fast, but I just thought that was interesting. So I just wanted to put that out there. Interesting. She was late to get on Jeff Lewis's show, not because she showed up late. She was there on time. Like, I mean, we all know our queen Caroline is not going to roll in late to, you know, an event or I think she said she'd be at, uh, Andy Cohen saw her and pulled her out of the studio and talked to her for a while. And it looked like they were having like an intense conversation. One can only guess and imagine that it was about, what went down on Ultimate Girls Trip. Um, yes, so. Ultimate Girls Trip. So if you guys um, haven't put this together and weren't aware of this, is we're going to see Roni <laughs> Legacy Girls Trip before we see the Ultimate Girls Trip, technically number four. Yeah. Um, we're going to see five before four. So Do you think we ever see four? Are they just going to say, like, we can't show this until, like, this – like I don't know. Investigation I'm, guessing, is over. I'm guessing there's, I don't know if there's like a lawsuit involved or like what, but I don't know that we'll see it. It's possible that we don't see it. I will be so mad. I'm, I love Caroline Manzo. Um, I, I just, I don't It's know. weird. It's not that weird for skipping this one. It is weird. And she was like, you know, they're wanting to ride the momentum of Brony and like, that's a bullshit. That's, 
no. Like legacy yeah. will always have doesn't need to ride any waves. Legacy, yeah, legacy can wave. come out whenever and it will blow yes, up. It doesn't it will matter. blow up. Yeah. It does not matter. So I I don't know. What's your take on all of that with Caroline and Brandy? I mean, I it does sound like Brandy, and we all know Brandy crosses the line. I think she touched Caroline in a way that Caroline felt uncomfortable with. It's hard to say, like, I don't know the extent of it. Like what, like, was it like a boob grab? And Caroline was like, I mean, we, it sounds like maybe like her crotch was grabbed, which is like kind of bizarre, but um, I'm not trying to minimize that. But if that's what happened, like, can't Brandy get like, like if, unless Caroline wants to press legal like charges, can she get like fined or a slap on the wrist? And then like, we obviously this was like not while they were filming and we still show it. I don't, I just think you have so many like, amazing housewives former housewives in that group for me selfishly i want to see it no yeah i mean i'm thinking as we're talking about below deck and boundaries and all of that i mean i i believe my understanding is after that went down brandy was like sent home like they stepped in in that sense um and i don't want to take away from like caroline being violated i think what i find interesting in all of this is that we haven't heard many of the other housewives aside from maybe alex like speaking out in support of Caroline. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. like why. Cause they I'm want their curious. money. I want to like, we want well, to get that paid. Too. That's well, that's also very true. So yeah. who knows if we'll actually see it. Um, so stay tuned on that. All right. Let's talk Salt Lake city. Crazy Mary is back. Um, it, We've got a newbie in the mix. I can't figure her out. Like there was a scene where she's like, I went in and I bought a Louis Vuitton. And like, you see her mom, like, like, so does she not have the money for it? Is she under like her company? It sounds like might be, I don't know. There's a lot going on. I will say like, you could get rid of Jin Shah, but apparently there's still a lot of criminal activity happening in Salt Lake City. A hundred percent. I thought it seemed intriguing. I, I'm excited for it. Um, Bad weather does not reconcile. They continue to kind of con- go off on each other. Um, I it looked great. There was like I think Mary, as problematic as she is in her own right, I would be remiss to not admit that I enjoy her commentary. Like, oh, do you smell fart? Like <laughs> in that. Um, How I about think her- looking Heather in the eyes and saying you you do look inbred to me? Oh. Yeah, which is, I mean, mean, absolutely. But like, typically a housewife would be like, oh, no. And then in her confessional, she'd be like, I always thought Heather was an inbred. Like, that yes. would be what they would do. And she's just looking at her dead in the eye with her big, crazy eyes. Like, you're an inbred. Like, I'm just like, this That's, is like unreal. Like, just she's in. Yeah, she's insane. OK, so that housewife, the new one, I found a little blurb about her. Her name's Monica Garcia. She's Portuguese, Colombian. Um, Monica's introduced to the group through Angie. Um, she's an excommunicated ex-Mormon. Monica is raising her four kids on her own and running her baby products business. To add to her place, she's also dealing with divorcing her husband for the second time and navigating a volatile relationship. So she basically doesn't have money and she's acting like she has money and buying Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton purse. Yeah. Well, but tales I mean, all this time. I would say housewives. that's every housewife has, doesn't have all the money. They make it seem like, uh, what do you think about, uh, the fact that, I mean, Heather, oh, I think she's trying to like stir the pot and get people to go against Lisa Barlow because I mean, I do think for Heather, it's probably really sad for her that she was a fan favorite and now quickly 
The fans are turning on her. The cast is turning on her. But I thought it was a bit of a stretch that we're going to like now go after Lisa Barlow because she's sending her son on a mission. She It's kind of culty. Well, they're Mormon. I think like I, I do think that's a part of like Mormon culture that you go on these missions. Like, so I don't know. I was just like, this is what this is going to be Lisa's big. I hope that's not her only storyline this year. I hope. They yeah, no, I Heather people. Listen, I, I don't hate Heather Gay. I think she just fell to, you know, I just have weird, her response to the whole black eye of it all. Her allegiance is to John Shaw. Like it would not shock me if she's in Texas visiting John Shaw, like once oh. a month. I don't know. I, just, I mean, that wouldn't be a bad move for TV though. Mm, yeah, that's true. I suppose. But anyways, I, I don't know. She's trying, she needs to just stick to what she does best. I think a housewife like Heather, it's like, just be yourself yeah. Share well, people fell in love with you with your quick anecdotes and like your quick commentary. You were kind of like in our heads and how you commented on everything. Um, so focus more on that versus yeah. trying to take someone else down. Like people well, will do that for you. Yeah. And yeah, don't like try to, yeah, don't force it or like push that agenda. I, I completely agree. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a good season. It looks like there's a lot of fighting going on. So that yes. always usually equals entertainment. Good oh, drama. let's not forget Whitney and her husband are on the rocks and her hu- husband yes. is not wearing his ring every day. Were you surprised by that? No. I mean, I think, well, also wasn't, didn't they kind of engage in an affair to get started? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you do have the whole, like, I, it's not like, it's not like an affair is being hinted for him, but you know, how you gain them is how you lose them. Like there may be, um, something with that. I, I'm not surprised. Um, just given the fact that, I mean, he lost his job because of like that scene on the show that I felt like she was kind of forcing him to do. And, um, I think she's just all about the show and herself. And I'm wondering if he's like, I can't be second fiddle and it can't always be about what's going to make your storyline best. I, I just feel like it'd be really, really hard when someone gets so focused on it, which I think Whitney does that it like kind of consumes our lives. And you're like, we're here trying to like raise kids, be a family. And you're thinking about like, what's going to play out best on TV. Bloop. I have yeah. no comments, nothing to add there. That was all right. Well, thank you. Um, all right. Well, we will end it with a non Bravo thing. Um, so Vanessa does not watch big brother. Well, she did for a little bit. Um, but this season is so good. You've got um, three from, survivor and traders on there and the twist is she was brought in after the fact so she was a surprise no one knew like she wasn't introduced with everybody but her son was and they show so when somebody is going to be on big brother they're like it's so staged but they'll be like working out or walking their dog in the park and then they see the big key and like oh my god i'm gonna be on big brother and then we learn a little bit about their backstory just like you know where they live where they're from single working what all the things So we see that that's her son and, you know, she's giving him some advice, but never does she say like, I, you know, I'll see you in the house or anything like that. So they finish this one competition to figure out who's going to be on the block. They come back in and she's holding champagne and she's like, I'm in the house. Everyone's so excited. And um, her son then reveals he knew all along, but they don't want to tell people that they're, you know, um, mother son, because that like might put a target on both of their backs. Well, one of the people recognizes right away because she's a super fan and like follows Ceri's Instagram. So she's like, you're Ceri's son. So she swears she's not going to say anything. So she's the only one that knows that this is going on. Uh, It's just, and there's been like some really like 
really nice conversations um, between, you know, some of the cast members talking about what it's like to be like Muslim and in America and the post 9-11 America and just some really good conversations. So then it's really sad that recently on last night's episode, um, one of the housemates, Luke, this was like so bizarre. Um, Even if you haven't been watching it, like just Googling it, you'll be like, and you watch the video, you'll be like, what? This was so weird. He came in telling a story and was talking about how he was in this other room and then like randomly slid in the N-word, but like was looking at one of the white house um, guests. So like he wasn't directing it at a black house guest. That doesn't make it okay. But like it just made it even more like, I don't know. It just made the whole thing weird. The way he casually said it, you could tell he says this word a lot. Yeah, which makes it. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, it's because for me even like retelling it as I was like, if I were to retell it to somebody, I would say he said the N word. Like it's a word, like that's a word for me. I've actually never like ever said. Um, So it would be weird for like, I just would, it'd be so uncomfortable for me to just actually say it. He said it so casually. You could tell he says all the time. And then afterwards while talking with Cerise's son, who was black, he was like awkwardly laughing and giggling. And the guy was like, you know, that's not okay. Like, you know, like you shouldn't be saying that. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And like, he's like, you should be uncomfortable right now. Like you should feel bad. Not me. Like this is weird. And, um, the guy was then immediately removed from the house, which was the right thing to do. And big brother has said they have a zero tolerance policy on it. Um, one thing about big brother is we only see little parts of the house. Like they, you know, they produce it. So we're not seeing what's happening 24 seven, but they do have cameras and feeds that if you're a super fan. That's what I was going to ask. I thought there was cameras all the time. So, yeah. So, you, I mean, people like, so that's how that clip went viral. But another house guest used the word um, as well. Um, she like was saying it and slipped was like, oh, my God, I almost said it all the way. She happened to be a black woman say, like in saying it in conversation with another black house guest. Um, she was not immediately removed. So people are like kind of like questioning all that. She ended up getting evicted. So I feel like this isn't going to like turn into a big thing. But I do want to point that out because I was seeing like a lot of reports and then people were commenting like, yeah, one sided. Um, but it was it was just really sad. And like, honestly, for me, I put this on our Instagram as a white person watching it. It made me really um, upset and heartbroken. So I would imagine for anyone of color, you're like you live it more, obviously. Oh, so, for sure. I Yeah. Yeah that's it's unfortunate i mean it's 2023 and these are still conversations that are being had i know i do know within the black community the reason why they use that word um or may use that word is just taking removing the stigma of what that word meant and kind of like taking ownership of it taking ownership themselves but again that doesn't mean that this dude can just go around talking about it like it's yeah, Cheetos. I don't know. Well, <laughs> like the, yeah, the way he's, mind, but and then like, he goes, "Oh, I was going to call. I was going to say narwhal," and I was like, first of all, no one calls one another a narwhal." But like, <laughs> you also don't like. It's not like a slip of the tongue. It's not like um, no. You have to like. You must say that often for that to yeah. just like roll out of your mouth. Well, it's not like you're looking. Like if I might be like looking at you and I called you Kyle because I was talking like, you know, I was like, I mean, I was going to tell you a story about Kyle like that. It was like, there was no reason. It just, none of it made sense. Um, So anyway, we do want to talk about that. That being said, it's going to be a really, really, really good season. I love like the twists and turns and this is such a good group. Like you can get a good pulse. Um, There are some, some interesting, boring ones in there as always, but I have a good feeling about this cast. So um, we will keep you guys updated on big brother 
Um, so if you don't, if you're not caught up, we'll save it for the end and you just don't listen because we don't give out any spoilers. That's, that's the headlines this week. Wow. We covered all sorts of topics. Good, bad, educational, funny, what not to do, what to do. (laughs) Covered it all. So hopefully, I don't know, maybe you left this learning something, maybe not. But you guys know what to do. Now's the point of the show where I'm going to hustle for our little show here. We want to continue to give it some legs and have it go on. So please do your part by giving us a five-star review. All you have to do, well, as I'm saying this right now, go ahead, scroll down. You're going to scroll down to where you see some stars and just click five stars. It's that simple and that's easy. And if you want to take the extra mile and want a little extra credit, leave us a written review. We love Weatherly. Thank you for the review. Women supporting other women. Um, Jen S. Uh, so it's, we really appreciate it. Even the haters. I, I'll take it, <laughs> I suppose. Like I, I'll take the haters as well, but thank you so much for your support. So make it a good day or not. Have a good day or not. The choice is yours. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.